3: Under the sea Did
1: it just get warmer?
3: There'll be no accusations Just friendly crustaceans under the sea Where the hell are the
4: sharks?
0: And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Divemaster.
2: And welcome to Hour 2 of the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Divemaster, Scuba Radio, Scuba Squad, connected via the web, Barry the bugger, Jerry, the diver guy, uh, CJ uh with us as well and we're now joined by kirk crock i've been totally butchering his name uh, because it it reads one way but he says it a different way kirk crock is with us from performance free diving and his work on avatar uh kirk been a long time but thanks for joining us on scuba radio how you doing buddy
1: yeah doing great appreciate the invite Glad to
2: be here. Yeah, well, I mean, you're kind of a big deal, and I haven't wanted to to bug you. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're, you're working sure. with James Cameron. You're traveling the world, teaching people how to free dive. I mean, I've been following your, uh, you, know, you know, all the the publicity and all the the notoriety you've been getting over the years. It's a quite impressive resume you, a resume you've uh, garnered. You. and you've been working with James Cameron for uh, how long now? You figure.
1: Well, I started in 2017, and I uh, did two and a half years full-time in L.A., where yeah. we did the perf- the performance capture, and then we went to New Zealand where we did the live action, and that was, you know, two years in a row, but only three, four months at a time. Yeah. So and, I'm still on it. We still have three to finish, but, right. you know, we're just waiting to pick up.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's in between the chaos right now, are you smack dab in the middle of it, or are you allowed to even say—
1: no, um, we're going to pick up again this year. I yeah. mean, obviously, since the pandemic, there's been a couple of years of, of uh, being quarantined <laughs> right. and not working. So over this last year, it's been great to get back at uh, the multiple things I do outside of Avatar. So it's been it's been good,
2: right? And, and uh, so, I, and that's what I wasn't real clear about. You know, when you got uh, contracted to work uh, on Avatar, did uh, did James Cameron find you? Uh, And just from your reputation and like, hey, you knew you wanted to do this underwater stuff. and like, hey, I need someone who knows how to free dive better than pretty much anyone else on the planet. And there's one guy.
1: Right. Well, I mean, that's that's part of it. I mean, the funny story is I was at the airport in Vancouver waiting to get my coffee and I saw him walk by. And this is like almost eight years ago. And I thought I got to got to go meet him. And by the time I got my coffee, I couldn't see him. And then I get on my flight, there he is, takes me half the flight to get the courage up and I write on a back of a business card, a little Twitter resume of all the things I've done. So halfway through the flight, I walk up and I hand him my card and I said, nothing ventured, nothing gained. My name's Kirk, I'm a freediver. And then he's like, how long can you hold your breath? And for the next (laughs) 20 minutes, we talk. And I just kind of thought he threw my card in the front of the seat in front of him and never thought of me. And then, you know, two, three years later. I get the call that uh, yeah, he wants to talk about Avatar and and the problems they're having and how they're going to shoot it because you know some of the characters are actually free divers, right? And but then also how they can't have the bubbles, so that's really kind of how it all started to to fall into place.
2: Yeah, well, I, I gotta say, I love the movie. I really did enjoy right. it. I thought, I mean, it's definitely you know it's one of those movies, and a lot of his movies are like that where you watch them and you're like, holy crap, I had never seen that before. I mean, right. how they did all that motion capture. And I've seen a few of the behind-the-scenes uh, documentaries that, uh, you know, you see you training like Kate yep. Winslet and some of the other stars. I would imagine that was uh, pretty cool uh, just from, a like, uh, were you ever in that moment where you're sitting there on the stage and going, holy crap, I'm like with Kate Winslet teaching her <laughs> how to free dive? I mean, does that go through your head or are you just so focused on what you have to accomplish for the overall project?
1: No, for sure. I mean, it, it was special working with her and Sigourney and others. And, and, you know, previously I'd trained Tom Cruise for Mission Impossible. So yeah. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't uh new to the world, but it's not the thing I do. I don't really work in Hollywood. I get brought in as the, you know, the subject matter expert to work on things. Mm-hmm. Really, I'm a multidiscipline diver who comes from recreational diving, then into technical diving, you know, 30 years ago. I was doing uh, a 170-meter, 550-foot mixed gas dive, six and a half hours decompression, recreationally. Yeah. You know, and then I got into freediving, and then the whole, you know, the Hollywood thing was just this bone. It was the thing that you dreamed about. Right. And then you get the opportunity, and then all of a sudden, bang, there you are with the world's foremost underwater explorer adventurer, James Cameron, who puts it all on the screen and, you know, a dream come true. So now I'm like... How do I top that?
2: (laughs) Well, I'm hip. And the way you're describing it, it sounds like it is cool as it appears to be. Is it?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a ton of fun. It's five to six days a week. It's yeah. 12 hours is your short day, 16 wow, hours. A lot of work. Pee- yeah. Peeing on yourself is the <laughs> long day. Um, yeah,
2: but it's the Corning you know. Weaver's Uh, urine. yeah,
1: 100%. No? <laughs> and, and you know, you're just doing amazing things, trying to problem solve. How are we going to do this thing? Yeah. And I mean, you know, Greg, we did a quarter of a million free dives in LA alone. Wow. Um, we went through about 1,500 aluminum 80s of nitrox, either a 50 or an 80% because we used technical free diving using oxygenated mixtures to, yeah. you know, really up the the safety aspect, but also increase the breath holds and that sure. sort of thing. So it yeah. was a lot of fun, a lot of a technical achievements from a dive point of view. So it was great.
2: Well, no doubt. Now, I, I read a lot about the Kate Winslet uh, breath hold uh, in particular. I got a lot of press yeah. of her beating Tom Cruise. Right. <laughs> and and so what it was like eight minutes and something. I mean, was that on a mixed gas type of thing too? Or yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So she did seven minutes fifteen seconds okay. on a fifty percent nitrox mix. So Got to it. be fair, Tom Cruise had done in a dry breath hold six and a half minutes on air.
2: Ah, which translates uh, on fifty uh, percent. He's going to say that was easily over eight minutes, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would you know, if I was him, of course. Exactly. Yeah. Now, not to take away. I mean, yeah. what Kate did was absolutely amazing. And right. on air, in Water Face Down, she did, you know, over five. Yeah. So these are all very amazing things that they've done. And, right. uh, and, you know, kudos to James Cameron and Disney and John Landau for allowing the actors to go through the level and the amount of training they needed to do to bring the realism to life so that, uh, you know, you could sit in the theater and say, that looks like diving. That mm-hmm. looks like divers diving because it was. It was shot wet for wet. What you see diving underwater was shot underwater on breath hold.
2: Yes. And you can tell, I mean, especially when they're swimming around, even as their avatars, you know, it's it's uh, impressive. It just looks very, very natural. And, uh, yeah. you know, in some of the documentaries I saw, uh, I saw the, the cast talking about learning how to free dive with you and probably some of the other folks there and they they you could just see them light up it seemed like it personally for them it was very fulfilling to learn how to do that is that what you experience just like you would with a brand new open water student if you're teaching them uh, to dive for the first time
1: yeah 100 percent. because i mean you know everyone has a myth or misconception of breath hold, right? Yeah. How long can you hold your breath? And most people tell you 30, 45 seconds. And then we go through this training and then they're, you know, in the first day they're hitting two minutes. And then as it progresses, they're hitting five minutes and they're starting to do these amazing things. And at the same time, their comfort in the water really clicks over. And then they got this great breath hold and they've got these water movements and it's fun, but it's also, you know, just when the water day is done, they have these lifelong skills. They've learned how to breathe better, and and uh, you know they take it into their day to day. So it's uh you know it's a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, Kirk Rock, thank you so much for being on uh, Scuba Radio today. Really appreciate it. Look forward to the next Avatar movies, and you know, uh, put in a word for James Cameron if he needs like a you know a motion capture person you know to represent a barrel <laughs> sponge. Uh, yeah, we could right? we could uh, contribute. Barry the bugger, or, oh, or thank even you. myself. You know, right. I, I'd, I'd well, be up for it.
3: I, I thought Greg would be a stunt
2: double for uh, for, for Mr. Tom Cameron. Cruise. No, no we'll bring him into it. Oh, <laughs> uh, Cameron! <laughs> Cameron. Does, well, yeah. that's right. Yeah, he looks like me a little. He's a handsome man. Uh, Kirk Crack, check him out online.
5: More coming up. Stay close. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network.
0: the world's first radio show devoted to diving.
5: Super radio dive, dive, dive. He's Greg the dive master.
1: How dare you defy your master?
5: The show is a disaster. Total He's Greg the dive master. Dive master. Dive master. Dive master. Master's my front. Yeah.
6: <laughs> I'm not. Hello, fishies. This
2: is the world's first radio, uh, radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. Uh, that was pretty cool. Kirk Kronk. Uh He spells it K-R-A-C-K. So you know, I was calling. Don't it Kirk say Crack. it
3: that way. Don't say it.
2: Nope. No, I'm just croc. saying. Uh, he, yeah, say, he says I, that's "croc." What I thought. Yeah, and uh, but it it reads like "croc." Crack.
3: I thought that was amazing. He dropped off a card, and two years later, Kirk, uh, Mr. Cameron, kept the card.
2: Yeah, How about that. You never know. Yeah, uh, when you so. you have a brush with greatness like that, you know. Uh, I've said this many times on Scuba Radio before. James Cameron. Is one of the few people I have never had on the show that I want to, but I don't want to schedule it. I want to have one of those chance encounters where he just happens to be, you know, somewhere where I pop up and I see him. I go up to him and do a similar type thing. I won't leave my business card. Just go up to to him and and, uh, say what I've emailed him. I have emailed him, and I did get a response. And I said, look, I just wanted to reach out. I'd love to get you on Scuba Radio someday. Uh, It was the movie The Abyss. It inspired me to want to learn how to scuba dive, and eventually led to me hosting a radio show about diving. Uh, so you are, you, you can uh, definitely take credit for Scuba Radio or blame, <laughs>
3: depending and, and, on and
2: your uh, perspective.
3: And yeah. also the plastic surgery you had, so you would look like him.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. some people have said that over the years. He he's kind of changed his style. But there was a there was a time there where yeah we looked uh, very yeah similar. you look like mm-hmm. yeah but hey, he he's changed his style up a little bit he doesn't quite look as handsome as I do right now I don't think
3: or as white
2: what are you what are you trying to say
3: I don't know that you look more like Santa Claus now
2: okay whatever whatever <laughs> Barry <laughs> I think Barry's a little jelly I'll we'll just leave it at that
3: no it's this uh, Tito vodka that we uh, no! in today.
2: Oh, Barry's like, uh, you know, uh, uh, partaking in a, a scuba radio cocktail hour, is he?
4: Yeah. yeah it right. was good. He, he had to paint the house today. He had to do what? He doesn't have to paint the house today. So uh, that was dry. two years ago. That's
2: over.
5: No, he's going to be painting the bowl later. Oh, hey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, okay. No, no.
2: Yeah, Barry's not known for uh, being, you know.
3: No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. But I just needed something for this two
2: hours okay you just need a little pick me up to get you through all right (laughs) fair enough fair enough yeah dive god neil watson gonna join us a little bit and talk about uh the uh uh uh, rico browning who was the guy who brought the creature the black lagoon to life he passed away this past week but he's one of uh one of neil's uh you know the one of the people that neil looked up to uh in his early days, so we look up to neil and neil looks up looked up to him and uh he so he wanted to share a few thoughts about uh rico's uh contribution to diving in the media so we're going to get to that in just a bit but i have a couple other uh tidbits i wanted to throw out there to the scuba radio scuba squad today one being that uh we may have found our next uh our next shark dive and Barry okay. would appreciate this. Now this oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> this shark dive went uh went viral <laughs> and it actually <laughs> was on it was on Fox News this week. I don't know if you guys saw that. No. But uh, it was off the coast of uh, was it Texas? I forget exactly yeah.
3: where. Yeah. Oh. oh, Texas has that garden out there, such be a beautiful night.
2: right. And they came uh, these fishermen were out there uh, trying to catch some fish and they came across a bait ball that Literally, thousands of sharks were attacking and they bubbled up to the surface underneath their fishing boat. And, uh, what well, Jerry the Diver Guy's laughing. I haven't even got <laughs> to the did, joke just, yet. Yeah, just is there a CJ. joke? <laughs>
5: just, yeah, no, CJ. CJ. Oh. Yeah, I don't understand what's so funny. <laughs> yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, CJ's playing uh, with his Zoom filters. He's playing with his filters. He's just trying to fit in. He, he, he now looks like a baby shark. He's going to
3: be cool.
2: Uh, uh, it is impressive. Shark. That is impressive. Anyway,
3: play uh, that in a long. Time. Uh, there
2: were a bunch of little uh, sharks. They, they weren't little. They were actually they weren't little. Massive were sharks. Big. But the video is uh, remarkable. Uh, it literally is a uh, just a craziest amount of sharks you've ever seen in one place, and they are just going nuts. Uh, the water is just frothing. It's they're you know, yeah. They they were joking about it on Fox, like, "Hey, how would you like to fall off the vote now?" No, thank you. You know, because I don't think it'd last very long because they, they were just, uh, you know, attacking this bait ball. But Mark the Shark, he sent me the uh, a text uh, right after this thing went viral. He was one of the first people to send me a text. He was like, hey, I think I got a way for us to, uh, to potentially top our, our uh, great hammerhead uh, shark dive in Biffany. <laughs> Time to go to, let's go to Texas. Dive in the middle of that school of sharks. Uh, Barry, what do you say? I will stay on the boat and video it from there. Okay. Jerry, the diver guy, what say you?
3: Well, it would be interesting to be
4: being up and under that watching it.
2: Correct. Yeah, you know, as insane as that sounds. Not in a
3: cage, Jerry, not in a cage.
2: I don't think you would need to, I think you could watch that uh, just like you were watching a bait yeah. ball, because that's what they were doing, supposedly. The sharks were attacking this bait ball I assume from the surface, maybe from all different uh directions, but I you know they don't show any underwater footage because they were on uh on top of the water fishing. There was a fishing boat that filmed it. But I would imagine it's like most baitball underwater environments where you know you just see a plethora of marine life going nuts at a at a bait ball and you said just,
3: plethora?
2: I did, yeah.
3: You said nuts? What
2: Yeah. <laughs> Okay.
3: Where did you learn such a big word?
2: So, underwater, it would be no different from than you, okay? filming <laughs> a uh, a bait ball with a bunch of sharks in it. And as long as you're not in the bait ball yourself, I would assume you could do it okay. I fa- yeah, I if you're deep you're- enough, sure. Well, Greg, I mean, as long as you're outside in- of the bait ball. It uh,
4: mm-hmm. was not in Texas, Greg. It was in Louisiana.
5: Oh, right, right.
2: Okay. Well, yep. that's fine.
5: That's where they filmed The Creature from the Black Lagoon. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> Which <laughs> was the... Uh, L- uh, lagoon. Negros. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, Creature from the Black L- Lagoon was, uh, <laughs> was uh, filmed yeah, over that Silver Springs.
5: That actor is still Florida. alive.
2: The lagoon? The bean?
5: Yeah, he he only eats black beans, and it's very good for you. A lot of fiber. Very. Okay. You, you're famous? Uh,
2: sure. Oh, boy you guys you know i'm trying to have like a, a conversation with you guys and it's sick like cat it is <laughs> like uh herding cats at the bear <laughs> all right well anyway uh it's pretty cool i would do it uh barry says no, no. cj no, 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 yeah no, no, no. you would dive yeah, around that absolutely okay so maybe that could be our next uh shark dive more coming up stay close
5: dad what are you doing in there
0: i i look these fish right in the eye and they look back at me and 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 they see right through me
5: they they know who i am these
0: fish
5: come on
4: baby and do the fish i'm gonna teach it to you right Ah, come on baby just like this
2: This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dime Master. Uh, connected via the web, we got Barry the Bugger, we got uh, Jerry the Diver Guy, and even CJ is connected virtually today because, well, we had a little COVID scare here at studios. So uh, I had to tell everybody to stay home, and uh, we're isolated, and uh, so far, so good for me. It's like I had family members that are uh, down for the count, uh, and it's it's out there. I think even the dive god can attest to that. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's uh, all over. We got to protect ourselves, right, Neil? And welcome, by the way.
6: Well, thank you, and and, and thanks to you. Well, maybe <laughs>
5: I'm
6: home quarantine instead of happily running all over Fort Lauderdale, contaminating people with COVID, thinking I had a call. Okay. Had
2: uh, a well, cold, yeah,
6: and um, and you just you described the, the symptoms right. of uh, someone else, and yep. I figured I'd already taken the test once, and you said, "Well, you know, this person—that's what they did—once and then tried it again, and it was positive." I did the same thing, and here I am.
2: Well, I wasn't telling um, you to do that so you would uh, end up uh, you know screwing yourself over like that, Neil. So I can't take full credit for that, but uh, at least. You know, you're sure you are on the end, and it's. Uh, I am glad you are able to join us. You sound okay, so it, it looks yeah. like you are just having mild symptoms. And same thing with the 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 home base here. Uh, Mrs. Greg the dive master uh, came down with it, and uh, but she's doing okay too. But you know, got to be safe. Try not to spread it any more than you have to. So uh, we're working through it, and uh, you know, doing what we can. But I wanted to bring uh, Neil back on today because. Uh the creature of the black lagoon. Uh, this is all over social media last week. The guy behind the the mask who uh brought that character to life passed away. Rico Browning was his name. And uh he was uh, somebody you looked up to, right, Neil?
6: Yeah, he he was he was a really good friend and here again one of one of my mentors and, and helped me get started in the in the movie industry. Uh great guy. He did he did the, the creature from the Black Lagoon. When he was filming that up in the in the springs in Florida, yeah. it was the winter, like forty nine degrees, wow. and you know the water at seventy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they'd they'd start filming at seven in the morning until four four thirty in the afternoon. So he, he was a hardy dude, you know.
2: Yeah, well, but, he'd have to be. But, I would imagine.
6: Yeah, I mean, yeah. he did. He, I mean, in addition to the creature, he did um, the the legendary uh, Thunderball James Bond. Uh, movie he did never say never again um his his kid you notice his kids always watching the lassie tv show yeah and he thought well you know what let's i wonder how a I wonder how a kid with a dolphin show would work out so Hmm. he started the flipper series and did that whole series wow and uh one of his claims to fame one of his claims to fame that people probably aren't aware of he did the the classic um jaws theme um candy bar in the swimming pool of the Caddyshack shack movie
2: oh really <laughs> yeah.
6: nice oh okay. how about that
2: so, so how did you know him uh neil what was your interaction were you on some of those sets as well or what
6: yeah no well it, it, you know in addition in addition to those movies he did tons of other movie work and and tv commercials and stuff like that and i i did a bunch of commercials with him and some other movie work and and this is back in the day i mean he worked with big john mclaughlin the guy named courtney brown and of course uh, the legendary jordan klein and uh and it's really cool because because uh rico's son rico jr is still very famous guy underwater uh movie guy and so is jordan klein's son and my son neil jr is working with both of those guys in the
2: movie well it? there you go full so, circle yeah. for sure yeah yeah but let's yeah. see you yourself were you on uh set for the creature of the black lagoon or any of those things or oh,
6: I, I i missed that one the never say never i, I worked in that and i worked in and uh a bunch of commercials and, and right uh, okay other, uh, other movies that, uh, wound up in the uh, straight to DVDs.
2: Yes. Yeah, there, and there's probably some that were just released uh through uh through video stores, but that's a different thing. No, one, Neil, I'm just uh-huh. saying. Uh-huh. I wouldn't put it past him. But uh but yeah, I mean uh yeah, you worked on the the Bond movies with them, is that right? Yeah. And that was over in right. uh Nassau usually well i
6: mean i didn't do the thunderball but that was okay
2: right right yeah thunderball where they did the the grotto scene right over at stanley we went over there years ago and that is uh, a magical place
6: a great snorkel and dive
2: yeah really really so and then you get swimming pigs right next door to it right around the corner from that spot so you can do both those uh, sites at Staniel Key in the Bahamas. But uh, as far as his uh, background in diving, did he was he just a regular diver, too? And this was just like what he did? Kind of like what we were talking about, Kirk Kroc, earlier. You know, he he uh, ran into James Cameron. Now he's like, uh, you know, one of the go-to people for Hollywood when they need uh, dive-related, you know, scenes and stunt work and stuff. Is that kind of how uh, Rico got into this, or do you know?
6: Well, actually, Rico... Rico originally worked at um, um, what, what, what's the spring uh, silver the, springs with the mermaid, huh? uh wiki watche. Yeah yeah wiki yeah. watchy worked at wiki when it when it was like first opening. Okay. That's kinda how it evolved into that, but uh, he was uh US navy or U.S. Army swim team and um he, he just Actually, the film crew that was doing this creature from Black Black Lagoon,
5: <clears throat> he
6: was asked to pick him up at uh, the airport and bring him to the springs, and that's how he met him. Yeah. And then they they had him do some swim throughs and stuff like that. He was an amazing breath-old uh swimmer he could hold mm-hmm. breath for like four minutes right and it, it just evolved into him him doing that and they did like a couple of sequels that he also worked in
2: yeah well but, how uh, cool is that, that, that is guy, cool.
6: I, you know years ago i was doing a 2020 show with Hugh downs and and Hugh was telling me about this guy that taught him to dive and how to clear his ears a guy named rico browning and hmm. he, he was a great guy and he wondered whatever happened to him i said hang hey, on a minute and i called rico at home on the phone <laughs> and I said hey somebody wants to talk to you and i put him, <laughs> put him on the phone with you down so they connected and, and we were doing the show in fort lauderdale and rico was living in lauderdale so they hooked up had a drink and caught up and all that which was kind of cool
2: well there you go well you know i never i don't think i ever had the opportunity to meet rico uh face to face but you know big john used to talk about him uh Big John McGoffin, who yeah. I had talked yeah, to quite a few times, and he was part of that creature, the Black Lagoon. I don't know working with Rico in some capacity on that one i believe Oh, and
6: and rico of course was was with did a lot of stuff with the seabot
2: right, uh, series as which well. is you know pretty much inspired a whole generation to learn how to dive,
6: right, yep, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, I mean, really? it, it absolutely is a, is the thing. Well, you know, uh, God bless him. You know, he had a quite the contribution to the diving world, and you know, if if you you know if the dive god looks up to him, it was, he was quite a big deal and had quite an impact on the diving world. So we wanted to get that yeah, out he's, there.
6: He's, these guys were were larger than life, and actually, I I did a little. Email to to Rico Jr. You know, expressing that.
2: There you go. Uh, Well, good stuff. Well, Neil, thanks for the uh, insight. We appreciate it. Uh, And we'll continue to look up to you, okay? But uh, we appreciate you sharing today, my friend.
6: Better to look up than look down at me.
2: Okay. (laughs) I like his attitude. More coming up. Stay close. This
0: is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving.
3: Scuba
2: Radio. Dive, dive, dive.
3: Would you forget I captain? Why don't you call for help in your radio mic, you
2: rat?
1: Why don't you enter yourself into the seat I'm in New Jersey, trick. Get your hands up. I'm in New
2: Jersey. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Hey, you want to hang with the dive god Neil Watson? He is planning to be in Secaucus, New Jersey at the end of March, end of this month for the Beneath the Sea Dive Exposition. There, it'll be the uh, dive uh, center of the world. I believe it's uh, Saturday, Sunday, March 25th, 26th, if I have the dates right, but it's that last Saturday and Sunday uh there and uh yeah he's gonna be there i'll be there jay the diver guy i think gonna be there don't let that hold you back come anyway it's gonna be a good time you might have a shot to win a trip to uh Finti uh with voli voli uh there they got a big grand prize thing they're doing with caradona dive adventures and uh, includes airfare from la and uh you know diving for two there and plus uh explore ventures Uh, is uh, teamed up with us to give away, or not give away, or or contribute, I should say, a liveaboard trip for their Northeastern Caribbean uh, itinerary for the silent auction. They got a bunch of great stuff in the silent auction. You can get in there, place a bid. It goes to a great cause to support some uh, scholarships that they do as part of the event. And uh, Explorer Ventures was nice enough to contribute a uh, liveaboard trip, so you can go and score that. Uh, if you want, but a uh, ton of the great things going on, not to mention the fact that we will be recording our uh, broadcast of Scuba Radio that weekend to air the following weekend, which will be Scuba Radio's 26th year anniversary show. So you want to be a part of it? Come on out. Join us in Sea Caucus, uh, Sea Caucus, New Jersey, uh, at the end of March. It's going to be great. Beneath the Sea dot U.S. Uh, to get your tickets, simple as that. Jerry, the diver guy, you,
4: you going to be there or what? What's the deal? Well, uh, I'm going to try, but I've got to have surgery, Greg. Surgery. Yep.
2: What are you? You're getting some. well uh, you getting something lifted? What are you doing?
4: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know scaffolding for yeah. that. <laughs> uh, no, I've got, a, Tummy I've got a tear in my elbow. Tear in your what? Tear. Oh. in my elbow.
2: Oh, oh, uh, oh.
4: Yeah, oh. and that's got to be fixed.
2: Okay. He's got a terrible el- elbow that he has yep. to be. Man, what, is that going to ha- be the same weekend of his Beneath the Sea?
4: I don't know if it's going to be the same week or the week before. Hmm. So they're working out the details.
2: All right. Well, we could see a. You might be able to hang with a maimed version of Jerry the Diver Guy. <laughs> and see You'll <laughs> be able to
3: sign his cast.
2: Well, oh, well, you have a, cask, a cast or what? Well, what will happen, Jerry? What do you think?
4: I don't know. I think they're just going to put it in a splint and be done with it.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but what did you do to you it? In Virginia. You whacked your elbow on something? Uh, don't know. You don't know how you injured yeah. it, but you injured your uh, elbow. Yeah. Okay. It
4: just, either the muscles tore or the tendon is tore.
2: By, by uh, moving your arms too quick?
4: Yeah. Yeah. I was using a shake wake.
2: Oh, a shake wake.
5: <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. You don't know shake
5: wake. Yeah, sure.
2: Unfortunately. Yeah.
5: <laughs> that's his story, and he's sticking <laughs> to it. Okay. sticking to it. All right. Well, that's Will you marry me, shake weight? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I wow. didn't realize you could mess up your elbow like that. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, if you yep.
2: move it too quickly, evidently. Hey. Uh, Jerry, the diver
4: guy, you, uh, you bump that thing on something as you're in the process of shaking it. That That's aggressive. Hand does yeah. not stop. You don't want to yeah. hit
2: anything when you're shaking it like that. No, <sighs> that will, that'll leave a mark. Uh, but look, you know, Secaucus is going to be happening. Uh, the beneath the sea dive show is going to be, uh, quite an event. And, you know, I, I've always been, uh, intrigued by talking to the divers up there in the Northeast. You know, they're like, Hey, Greg, where are you? Righty. You know, they kind of have a little bit of an attitude about them. Uh, but they're friendly as all get out. They're great divers. And, you know, they're they're yes, kind they of are. hardcore, man. They, I mean, the diving in that part it's of the country cold. is cold. It's dark. Uh, you know, it's not necessarily, you know, what we're used to off the coast of Florida. Let's put it that no. way. And uh, recently, there's been quite a bit of... Uh, Buzz going on about diving the East River. You guys see this?
3: Uh, I, I didn't know they allowed humans uh, in that water. Well,
2: that. There, there was a yeah, there was some on the uh, Joe Rogan podcast a few weeks ago about uh, some some chatter that uh, back in the 1940s, some old uh, mammoth bones or tusks or something were dumped off into the East River, off of New Jersey and, and New York there. And uh so all these youtube divers or these quote unquote sewer divers which Girl. I didn't I didn't know that was a thing but evidently there really is a category of diving called sewer divers.
5: No that's I, the creature from did the you get black lagoon. No did no I I
2: just <laughs> thought that was what we you know we we a nickname we'd give Barry every once in a while oh, hey sewer you. diver no, I
3: haven't I have not been certified in that yet.
2: Yeah I used to have a friend in my childhood we his nickname was sewer ass but I, I think that was a different thing altogether. It had nothing to do with diving. Uh, well,
4: Barry's name but, would be Swamp Ass, but
2: okay. All there right.
4: is there is a TV show on now that I think has been coming on Discovery. Or right. I saw that. One yes. of those sewer
2: divers. Yeah. And so it is a thing. Yeah. There is a TV show on Discovery. What a crappy job. Yeah, hey, I'm hip. I mean, uh, I've seen it. it. It is not really uh, the kind of thing that I think will grow. The dive industry.
3: Something <laughs> will grow.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's like everything you you, you think, like, I don't think I want to do that. It's, it's okay oh, to watch. You do have limits then. I mean, you know, no, I mean, but, it, you know, the same thing about diving off the East River. I've seen some of the dives on YouTube that these guys have been doing to try to find these mammoth bones or tusks or whatever they think is down there. Because if they found one, it'd be worth millions. And they evidently did just find... Like a jawbone from some type of mammoth type creature or something. So there could be some truth to this, uh, you know, rumor that Joe Rogan put out there on his podcast that there could be thousands of dollars of, of bones uh, dumped into the East River. Now, but when you watch the video, the video is disgusting. Would you have it,
3: to de- camp, de- 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 I can't even say the word now. Decontaminate yourself after a dime well, like
2: that? I, I don't know. I, you would think so because you can't yeah, see a the bottom.
5: Maybe for breeze. Maybe. <laughs> for <Yeah>. breeze.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I I just don't know that I'd want to dive in that water. I mean, Greg, the visibility is bad. I mean, it, there's no like sand bottom. It's all covered with garbage. You know, cars and well, maybe some mammoth bones in there. Bodies, but yeah, I mean, just all kinds of crazy stuff. It's nuts. CJ, oh. what do you think?
5: Um, James Cameron's on the line. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to do a, he's going to make the creature of the black legume.
2: <laughs> oh, anyway, he wants to know if sewer ass is available.
5: About, about black beans, <laughs> leg, bl- the black legume. L- black and, legume. Uh,
2: okay. All right. Yeah.
5: He wants you to star in it.
2: Okay. And, and I would play and the I part figured of.
5: I if James Cameron said, you jump into the poo, then you're going to jump into the poo.
2: Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I may not be directable. Would it, mean, a, uh, would it
5: be a,
4: would uh, it be a, no, don't, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it,
2: don't say it, don't, don't No, it would, it would not, it would not, because you wouldn't be able to see it, there's no visibility in the East River, and that's where they'd, they'd start there, and then, you know, they, someone they sneak up on them, you gag there. the creature of the black legume would, would creep up on them right before they're about to find a giant mammoth tusk, uh, see, we got, we have the whole movie written already, golly, yeah. look at that. We don't need chat GPT. Uh, What's floating by? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, golly. Yeah, so anyway, uh, while we're up there in Secaucus for the Beneath the Seashell, if we want to take a little side uh, trip uh, to the East River to dive for mammoth tusks and whatever else is floating around there in the East River, uh, go for it. It could happen. Nami. Nami. Yeah. Sounds like something we want to watch on TV. But uh, maybe that's just us. On that disturbing note, we're going to wrap it up. Till next time, remember, it's always better. Where, gang? Come on.
6: Yeah. <laughs> down
1: where
2: it's Safe diving, everyone.
1: all On the boat down
5: below. If you want to stay in the know, if you be pressurized there,
1: you'll want to be there on scuba
5: radio.
0: Scooba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba
1: Radio